They're the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You are now listening to the 12.15 Club. Back at it again for another edition of the 12.15 Club. It is yours truly, Mario, on the mic. Joined, as always, by Dylan, the graphics guy, who's doing, like, double duty today. You just did a podcast before this, right? Yeah. The uh, Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble podcast. Eric the Big German. Yes, Eric? Yeah, let's give Dylan credit for doing about 40 minutes of content while Dan had to do almost five hours of content. Today. Congratulations, Dylan. We can't just spread the wealth around? Yeah. Dan did three hours of the show, then he did an interview with Method Man for that scene, and then he did uh, yeah. the gambling podcast. I guess it's more like yeah, four Dan and a half actually hours, did, but... Dan did have a pretty packed day today. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And we have Marvin the Prince. Hey, Mark, Marvin. Mark the Prince. Hello. You guys excited? I mean, we have two days off. It's like Friday. You guys, the energy in here is not like... I thought it would be pumping out his door. Yeah, Mark? Don't ever say that again, pumping out this door. But also, <laughs> it's one of those things where like, you kind of feel yourself leaving work for four days. And so I'm not sure if, like, sometimes you can be really pumped yeah. or sometimes, like, it's either one or the other. You can be really excited or really like, oh, man, I'm really ready to ready to go and get this uh, weekend started. Eric? So I like to preface anytime we talk about this, I like to preface it that we are so lucky and have great jobs. And that's genuine. Like there are people I say to you, Marvin, all the time, like there's people outside who have to get paid a lot less money to go dig holes in the the winter. Right. So like, you know, it could be much worse, obviously. But this is it's a no. And I mean that genuinely. (laughs) Um, But I think that it is um, it's a lot. This is our longest run. We're kind of in the middle of it. Obviously, we have two days off uh, Thursday, Friday this week. But this is a longest run um of the year where we're together five days a week um with no breaks mm-hmm. and you know so we because of um the contracts and stuff there's five weeks a year where there's no show most people you know i guess people if you stay in a job for a long time you get five weeks you work up to five weeks of vacation um but you know a lot of people you know especially if you start if you're moving jobs or whatever you usually start with like two weeks so you know it's more than double what most people get right yeah um but this job is so much different because it's there's so much minutia and so much um, communication and so much personality between um, front room guys and amongst themselves and then back room guys and amongst ourselves and then front room to back room. And so, like, it's it's like a family. Right. Yeah. And so um, those times are important, I think, um, to kind of reset. So um, I'm ready for a reset personally. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the next uh, four days. Um, and again, it's not to say we have a great job, right? And like, but I mean, I think in every single walk of life, you can mm-hmm. use a break from seeing somebody too much. Right. Or I was just, people too much. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, whenever our old director, Don, used to ask us how we were doing, I would say, blessed beyond belief. You know, like some people will laugh, but like, legit, like, I think about what I do for a living every single day and it's like there's times where like i may moan about like all oh, the callers or something like that and like eric just said digging holes marv <laughs> digging holes now and this happens this doesn't happen every day but there some are times are better where, than others yeah some days are better than others but my like a bad day for me like somebody would kill 
for one of my bad days. Like, imagine working that'd be lost mur- luggage at an airport. That'd be but murder, though, Mark. We do. Eric? Hey, Marvin, what's the weather outside today? Yeah, you don't know, right? Because that's, like, at the end of the day, like, there's people who have to work outside year-round, and it's sometimes mm-hmm. it's raining, and sometimes it's 150 degrees outside. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but, um, but yeah, all that being said, you know, that's not to say that because the creative process and, like, in dealing with, um, you know, personalities and, and that's not on-camera people, um, although sometimes that can be, but just dealing with, you know, the whole crew and, and all that stuff, it's, it's like being with your family, you know, 40 some odd hours a week and, um, it's nice to get a break. Uh, mm-hmm. so we have, uh, two days off this week and then, um, for Christmas, we're going to be off <clears throat> Christmas Eve, which is a Friday. Yeah. And then that whole following week, we'll have that off and then we'll be back on Monday. So. The third, I think it's January the third. I think so. so. Back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little forward looking. The third. But I mean, the premise of this all is we're extremely thankful. It is Thanksgiving. We're yes. thankful for mm-hmm. our jobs and, um, you know, working in sports and having, you know, working at a show like this. But we are looking forward to time away from each other and we did spend some time this weekend with each other that's true on saturday on sunday but wait do we want are we saying time away from each other because yes we hang out a lot i like, think when we hang out though it's a lot different outside of here than yeah. when we're working together inside of there's a the difference thing. between when it's willing outside versus like you know eight hours plus whatever i'm here. not gonna lie the only thing i'm excited about is sleeping past seven I agree with that. That's I'm, really like I'm waking up at noon every day. Yeah, me too. As opposed Standard. to yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> that's a shot. <laughs> so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get a little bit to what went down on the show during these three Wait, days. We didn't talk about what happened on Sunday. Did it, was there something that you wanted to bring up? Is there well, something you were that we're missing? Three hours late. I was like two hours late. Mark didn't show up. Eric and I had a nice time. We did. It was great. I put Dylan to work for like two hours shucking yeah. oysters. I was like in a the creep corner. in the corner. Dan <laughs> showed up, right? Dan showed up yeah, and he Dan, was only Dan was there, there for like a half hour earlier. It was kind of funny. Um, so I had invited um, all the BRGs and, and uh, some of the uh, some friends of mine over. And I said, you know, come over on one. I set up a TV outside, a big fire pit going. The weather actually cooperated. Yes, it was chilly, but for late November, it wasn't that bad. I it, think was it was lovely. Yeah. And... Um, so I had been working like all weekend because my wife's been away for a month. Um, so it's like had to clean everything, which is normally not my department. Um, and uh, clean everything outside, clean everything inside, blah, blah, blah. So I took a shower. I just got out of the shower and I went outside. And no sooner than I just got outside to like to turn the TV on. And then Dan rolled up and it was like 12.25. And which was great because I could hang out with Dan a little bit. Um, yeah. And uh he hadn't been to my house yet, so kind of showed Oh, you've never been to your house? He went to my house in Norwalk once, and then... Um, the, not the new one? No. I, I mean, I've lived there two years. Obviously, COVID kind of messed all that stuff up. Um, even though we saw each other here, it was just like, didn't want... We just limit exposure just in general. Yeah. Uh, we wear masks here and stuff. But anyways, um, <clears throat> it was... Um, also, I feel like... I wouldn't want to... Like, if you invite Dan, then there's like a... I feel like there might be a pressure either because, like, there's going to be people that don't know him that might like you know try to fanboy or that kind yeah. of a thing or girl um or like he has to come because like he's boss and then if you invite your boss to your house then blah 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 so i don't it's not, i would love dan to come over every weekend that'd be fine but like 
I wouldn't, want want to be a I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't want to burden him with that, but it was nice that he came. He was there for about an hour. Uh, his dog, Winnie, was there, um, and then Winnie actually stayed with Tyler. Um, yeah. with Tyler. Uncle Ty. Oh, my goodness. That was, <laughs> Winnie is a wild, wild There were some dog. other dogs there. There was a little confrontation at some point, I'd say. I don't know if confrontation is the right <laughs> word. Maybe a little bit of uh, tensions. A kerfuffle. Yeah. Um, there was uh, two other dogs, and... Um, the two males were um, had a little alpha thing going on, and then one of the males had a thing for Winnie. Yeah. Ranger. Wow, wow. Are we not saying any names? I mean, I didn't want to offend. You know, I wasn't trying to call Ranger out like that. <laughs> he does listen, he does listen <laughs> to the He's one of our biggest fans. <laughs> we actually do very well with the dog population. You don't even know. <laughs> That's why there were so many at the party that day. Yeah. They were, were there any, was there anybody fanboying Dan that day at your party? I'm just kind of curious about that. I've I've been out with Dan in like public, and yes. usually it, there's not people necessarily fanboying him, but there are people like paying extra attention. Yeah, they're what they're always they're watching, watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is I mean, I don't know, burden's the wrong word, but um, it's definitely a, an aspect of um, being famous. That's mm-hmm. um, well, people are know. just like inherently fascinated by famous people, which is always like, so funny because like. Obviously, when they're performing, for lack of a better term, they're different. But then the rest of the just time, a normal guy, they're like, regular yeah, people, normal dude. Um, uh, you know, I mean, I definitely all my neighbors know who Dan is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think anyone like was kind of crazy. Um, yeah, I was. There's one Ranger's dad actually is probably the biggest fan. He watches the show. I think I talked about it on twelve fifteen a long time ago when I first met him. He like fanboyed about me. Yeah, but he did not fanboy because like he didn't know who I, like. We had hung out a few times, but he never, we never talked about like work or anything. And then uh, he was like, "Oh, what do you do for work?" I was like, "Oh, I work on a sports show." He's like, "Oh, wait, you're, you're the big German, <laughs> and your dog's Penny." And I was like, "Yeah." yeah. And he's well, like, she, "Oh my god, she's actually cutie." But. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but no, no, it was great, and um, we had a fun time. Glad uh, those who who were able to come. It was, it was lovely. It was fun. Yeah, you. Yeah, you were a good host. You were dare a great host. I, dare I say you do it every weekend? Sure. <laughs> sure who wouldn't want that we had some of your wine multiple yes. glasses of well, your we wine we can do it at my apartment next time perfect and it only looks cigars. like a couple people were murdered there perfect oh yeah that's another thing all right so i'm like you know, whatever. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good segue <laughs> what whatever like you know you host and so you, you have drinks and food and and uh, i like to give cigars so it was like i don't know 230 and so I'm like, hey, you guys want a cigar? And I don't know, four or five uh, people there were like, yeah, you know, sure, that's great, thanks. Give them a cigar. So then we're like sitting there eating dinner, and all of a sudden Dylan's like, hey, after dinner, you cool if I grab another cigar? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I want this I mean, on the record. I want sure. this on the record. I Mario asked me to ask you because no, he was yes, he did. No, I. I promise you. Ray, Ray asked, because Ray, this you is how You and Ray both, and you came up to me with those sheepish look on your face, both like, can you ask Eric for I mean, I don't really care, ultimately, but I was I just said, like, I literally said, Eric, is it a little gauche if I have another cigar? And also Mario and Ray wanted to, but they're too big of P-words to ask you themselves. No, Ray Ray had said that he, he didn't take Eric up on the offer initially, and he was kind of kicking himself, and he brought you it up to you. You guys courted me for my help in asking <laughs> Eric a very simple question that you were too afraid to ask him. Just admit it. So, anyways, how about that Ray Liotta interview? False, false. Yeah, let's get into like I said, let's get into some of what happened during the show this week. What did you guys think of uh, Doug in North Carolina's take about food not touching, and that kind of evolved into a big conversation? Let's just listen back to what he has to say, and then we'll react to it. Doug in North Carolina. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind today? Dan, I'm I'm shocked that I got through. Uh, I was actually up at three o'clock in the morning thinking about this phone call. 
so uh, just to give you a little guilt trip, but um, this is a serious call. It has nothing to do with sports, and the only reason I got through, because I, I said this to Marvin, and he said, Doug, I'm going to put you through because my wife agrees with you. I think you guys are wrong, but I'm going to put you through. So on behalf of Mrs. Marvin, I would like to tell America, this has to be said at this time of the year, food should not touch. And it certainly shouldn't touch on your plate. So when you're having or on your uh, on your fork, you don't need a whole thing of mashed potatoes, turkeys, and peas all rolled into one. Were you not hugged enough as a child? So I'm just pleading with people. Uh, tomorrow when you have your Thanksgiving dinner, separate your food. Right. Enjoy each each item separately. You don't need it all together. Thank you. Marvin's wife agrees with me, and it needs to be said. All right. Thank you, Doc. All right, so what, what's your guys' take on it, Dylan? Um, I think that's a really stupid take. And also just makes no sense. And that's the take for having the sake the sake of having one. Like you're gonna well you just go and eat one like get turkey, sit down and eat it, go get another thing. Also like if, it's just stupid. I don't know. I get it to a certain extent. Like I no. wouldn't put all foods together. I think there's certain foods that just belong on the same plate together. I don't like the people that put like sweet potatoes, uh corn all like seven different foods. Like you go to a Chinese buffet and people put like a thousand things on their plate. Is that targeted as a specific person? Because we do, as a group, sometimes go to a Chinese buffet. No, I don't, fresh I'm in not, I don't really look at people's plates when we go there. Hmm. Okay. Does somebody do that? Just an interesting example for you to Do you use. do that, Eric? What? Look at other people's plates? No, do you put oh. 17 things on plate? I'm not even thinking of anyone in particular. I just... I'm not exactly sure how what this has to do with DP show, but no. Uh, <laughs> this is Dylan who digressed into this. <laughs> uh, no, I don't keep inventory, and I do like uh, things touching the plate. I, it was funny, like with the show, trying to like rein it in here. Um, <laughs> it's funny how like you can never guess like what is gonna turn the audience on, uh, for lack of a better phrase, um, because like. Yikes. Like they started today, I don't know. It was like the ten twenty end of the ten twenty segment, and they were like, "Oh, Rolling Stone came out with the top ten rock albums or rock artists, whatever it was." And uh, for Billboard from Billboard, and I was like, "Uh oh!" I was like, "That's the rest of the show." Yeah. I was like, and then, but then it wasn't. It was it ended up being dug. It, on, it had on like date. There was like data behind it too. You know, it wasn't like an opinion. Yeah, it was subjective. So that sort of saved it. Yeah, I guess that's true. But um, but it's funny, like because sometimes you like when when things kind of. Not off the rails, but like start going down a tangent. And then one of the callers today kind of cracked me up. He's like, I think I'm watching the Food Network or something. <laughs> that made me laugh a little bit. Well, I think that's why this show works so well because, I mean, our main thing, or we're in the mornings, right? Drive time in LA is like our big base. And the fact that we're not only sports, I think, is what makes it so such a show, such a popular show, I think, right? People are driving to work. They don't want to necessarily hear about what Russell Wilson did against the, you know, Washington football team this week. The fact that we can diverge into these other lanes and not necessarily stay in our lane, I think, is what makes it such a tantalizing show. Eric, it's interesting though. So, like the there's not a formula, but pretty typically, uh, especially on days where there's sports news, the first segment of each hour is where they'll get into like the nitty gritty of the news. Mm-hmm. Um, the third hour tends to be the loosest, mm-hmm. um, and on days like today where it's like a holiday and and all that stuff the third hour certainly was the loosest but sometimes i wonder like the person who just gets in their car at um 11 40 eastern 
And then they hear like the last 20 minutes of the show. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> what did like, I miss? <laughs> the only thing I found out is that, you know, like the Pistons are playing tonight. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> what do you guys learn? You guys learned something about Ray Liotta. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny. Like, because, you know, you never know when someone uh, joins in progress. But if you watch all three hours, then, uh, you know, you would start to notice that, uh, um, you know, there's definitely the first uh, segment of each hour is, is the most newsy. And then it kind of the hopefully the second out second segment of each hour's interview, and the third segment is kind of uh, uh, much more loose. Marv, I'm just really proud of myself that I put Doug in North Carolina on. That was phenomenal. Were you not thinking about putting him on or something? Was it like there's little hesitancy doing that? None, not none whatsoever. Once he said it, like because he mentioned uh, my wife also, we called her Mrs. Marvin, and I was like. Yep, I know somebody crazy like this too. I'm they, married to her for now, Ooh. temporarily. Yeah, uh, she keeps she keeps acting up with this food not touching thing. <laughs> like, it's Thanksgiving. Like I don't. It's Thanksgiving. It's, all it's supposed, Thanksgiving it's time to work in concert together. No, so like, who gives it? Whatever you know, whatever if it's touching. Well, Eric. so first of all, like you have. Gravy supposed to go on basically everything. everything you just right? dump it on the whole plate, and yeah. then cranberry sauce. You don't Can just th- have a bite of cranberry sauce. To you throw it in the I trash. Don't. You throw the entire thing in the trash. No, first of all, what? you probably don't. I, even- I, this is maybe this is the only thing that can bring us together at this point, Dylan. Cranberry I sauce. Hate cranberry sauce. Oh my god, y'all are bugging. Cranberry sauce is by far the most useless. It is oh, the so, Thanksgiving machine. It's so wonderful. No, cranberry it's not, sauce. It's, it's not dessert. We're not eating dessert. Yeah. That's why like do you want? Why do I have to put cranberries on? Why are we forcing? Fruit in the areas where fruit doesn't belong. Why are we forcing you into places you don't belong? Because I don't know. That's your guys' problem. <laughs> oh, actually, um, so, sort of similar vein, but shifting gears. When Eric said it's the show before a holiday, um, highlight of the day was for sure Todd botching scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he Those had, the, the he ones- was no idea that it was going on. He was like skipping out onto the court. Well, that was so weird. So on uh, Meet Fridays, we do the snowboard a segment earlier. Mm-hmm. Normally, we do it the eleven forty break, but we had to do eleven twenty because eleven forty is when we do Meet Friday. And um, Dan does a live read, and I think that Todd just <laughs> zoned out. Yeah, was so he was like, "We're in the open." I'm like, "Where's Todd?" Like he's not even out there. And then he's like, da, 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 da. "Then like we went to him because you know the clip was only so long and." Uh, he was just like humming. Yeah. And I'm like, weeks, the camera guy. I'm like, he's live. And I, <laughs> oh, I'm live. Oh, I'm live. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then and then like the guys are playing basketball. He never, he just gave the answer too. He didn't, never gave the clue. He tried, well, he's trying to pull it he up on his phone. He's like, I can't get into my email. <laughs> he's like, uh, Todd uh, was on one today. Eight. He was like, he was in the, before the show started today, he was walking around the building saying hi to everybody, which I mean, Todd's the most friendly person that works at this studio by far. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact he doesn't really go out of his way, like I work in a completely different section of the building than he would ever it have was to not walk an accident, through. Yeah. Um, and he, he walked by and he goes, Hey, good morning, Effer. And I was like, Oh, thanks Todd. Good morning to you as well. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, obviously it's a joke, but it, the fact that he was so excited this morning, I was like, Todd's going to be on one onion bagel energy. Yeah. Yes. We extreme. also, you know, one thing we didn't bring up last week, no onion bagel wise that, um, the horseradish story that Paul told, <laughs> yeah, that had onion uh, electric. Bagel. Fact- you mean the, the electric factory? Yeah, that had onion bagel, bagel vibes to it, and I feel like it didn't get enough. I mean, I just don't. I've I've been to a lot of delis before, and I don't know that asking for horseradish sauce is like a staple at any of them. 
Like I think there's, I like that's. I don't think that's like the. Mo- it's not being like, can I get cheese on that? And they're like, we don't have cheese here. Yeah, or we don't have bread, Eric. Yeah. So I, I happen to know the place you went, um, and we talked about it after Jersey Mike's. It's not a. Um, it's not an Italian deli. It's like a hot sandwich kind of a thing, and I'm pretty sure they only do like they're they're new, and they do seven or eight sandwiches, and they're all like hot. And, I, and so I think he got like a steak and cheese. Yeah, and I do think that horseradish sauce is yeah. somewhat. Like normal in that, like an Italian deli, they're not going to have horseradish cream sauce. No, but like, like even if you get a Philly cheesesteak at a deli or like a steak and whatever you want to call it, steak and cheese, I don't know if it's that like ubiquitous for them to have horseradish. I think it's good, but I don't know if that's like if that's like like Todd's onion bagel thing. Wow, also stupid may have been more justified. I'm I'm not even talking about the fact whether or not they should have had it or not. I'm just thinking about the just the energy towards mm. that that he brought it up the next day. The same way Todd came in the next yeah. day and he brought up the onion bagels. Fair enough. I think they were in the same vein. To be honest, you're so vain. That's not nice. Eric thoughts. <laughs> Before we go, what did you guys think of the Ray Liotta uh, interview? I mean, there's so much there. Eric, you had like an uh, interaction with him beforehand, and he brought it up on air. Well, yeah, I talked to all the guests that are on Zoom before they go on air. And so um, he actually showed up at like 10.55, so and he was not supposed to be on air till 11.20-ish. So um, the first thing, you know, I was like, hey, you can, you know, relax or whatever. So he disconnected. I was like, you know, connect around 1115. He's like, okay. Then he connected at like 1110, which was fine. And then uh, I was talking to him and he had like, I don't even think it was a coffee cup, but there was some sort of mug that was like coming out of the, and so I was just like, hey, just so you know, we see your coffee mug. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he picked up his coffee mug and it wasn't what it was. I was like, oh. I was like, I'm not sure what it is. Do you see it on your side? He goes, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Uh, can you see your camera? He goes, yeah, what do you want? And I'm like, you know what? Our graphic's probably going to cover it anyways. Don't worry about it, bud. And then then, so he's like, ah. So then like we're a minute to air, not even, probably like 20 seconds to air. And he's been centered up like the whole time. And then we're just about to go to him, and he just grabs his computer and like rotates it so that he's like shoulders off the side of the screen. And so I'm like, "Hey, hey, uh, Ray, can you just uh, center yourself left to right? Huh? <laughs> what do you want me to do?" And I'm like, "Just center yourself left to right. What do you want?" That was a roller coaster that <laughs> entire interview. So then he gets on, and he throws me under the bus, saying I asked him to to get the stuff out of the front of his He's shot. Like, your guy told me to take my coffee cup away. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I mean, factually correct, but uh, I would stand behind my request. But um, a lot of people find issue with Dan's clutter in front in front of his desk. It's eclectic. Yeah. I think I think Ray Liotta's point was he's like, why do I have to have one coffee cup when Dan has sixty things on there? Well, Dan has things that are there and are specifically They're me- mementos. Yeah, and he just had like, and you couldn't read what was on the cup. It wasn't like it, it was say, like, just fart on it. it. Didn't say anything like that. It wasn't promoting Hannah. Right. You mean the show that he forgot he was in? <laughs> yeah. How much of that do you think was a bit? I mean, the guys discussed it afterwards. They did what with it? Goose egg. Disgust it. Disgust? Disgust. Disgust. You said disgusted. Disgust it. They disgust. You, you guys know what I meant. Right. Honestly, sometimes no. <laughs> you guys know what I meant. Um, I don't think it was a bit at all. I think, like, because I don't know if I'm, maybe I'm just have someone put this in my mind from the interview yesterday, but I think he's, like, known for being kind of, like, an eccentric dude. Yeah. And, like, a little bit out there. It's an interesting so, way to put it, Don. I don't know if that was a bit, I don't think it was a bit at all. Yeah. 
think that's I think he's just kind of an odd dude. He also is like I thought it was he, extremely entertaining. People were saying on, on social yeah. media that it was like awkward. I didn't think it was awkward. No, it was like it was it was a little awkward at times, but in like kind of a funny like it wasn't like bad awkward. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dan did a great job. Yeah, with Dan can kind of he can steering work, it in the right direction. Um, he nice. He uh, <laughs> he does like look like the stereotypical mobster though. Like you just like sitting there even on like even when we're uh, we're not supposed to talk huh? about the mob. Sorry, Dan, Dan, uh, Dan always said, don't talk about it. Yeah, yeah his wife is Italian. Mean, what was the question? You mean this thing of ours? <laughs> yeah, we, um, should, we shouldn't talk about it. Anyways, he looks like a, uh, you know, a lovely, a lovely elder gentleman. Yes, not an organized crime and not Italian. No, but he actually like when he was sitting in the like the lobby for however long with Eric, he literally had just was kept sitting there, just naturally scowling, not looking at anything. <laughs> I don't think he smiled once during the interview. No, he's just like, but he's not like in a bad, like he's pretty like upbeat yeah. guy. He's just very all over. I place. thought it was a great, I thought it was extremely it was entertaining. Too. Yeah, I think that's all we got this week. Anybody else? Marvin, you have anything to get off your chest? Nah. You sure? Man, everyone have a happy Thanksgiving. That's it. You're you're happy. You had you got to talk to Method Man yeah, today. W- you had a great day. I'm right? surprised you didn't bring up the woo, Mark. Yeah. No, nah, life is good, man. Listen. Yeah, man. Everyone have a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right, have a happy Thanksgiving for Eric the Big German, Marvin the Prince, Dylan the Graphics Guy, yours truly, my Ariel. We will see you next week. 